It's Thursday, June 16, 2011. You know, what we're seeing today in Arizona and other parts of the, of the South is an example of um, what our scientists say are the effects of, of climate change. The U.S. Forest Service warns Arizona's record wildfire is just the tip of the melting iceberg. A second study warns warmer winters are the new normal. More bad news for nukes. Plus, ethanol subsidies saved from the chopping block. Thank God. For now. Oh no! All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I apologize. I do not want to live in a country where any time a citizen or a corporation does something that is legitimately wrong is subject to some sort of political pressure that is, again, in my words, amounts to a shakedown. So I apologize. It's been one year since Texas Republican Congressman Joe Barton's apology to BP. BP is back. They're drilling in the Gulf. Their profits are looking good. All is well. Apology accepted, Mr. Barton. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, as we see, no corporation in America really pays the price for doing anything wrong. Even BP, one year later, the price they've paid, if any, was rather small. And, uh, oh, what do you know? Now we're looking at another potential nuclear disaster up in Omaha, Nebraska. Yes, the officials at the nuclear power plant near Omaha, Nebraska, that is now being threatened by the record flooding on the Missouri River. They say they have the situation in hand. We'll wait and see. Well, if they say they have it in hand, everything is fine. As the water rises and threatens the diesel generators that cool the plant in an emergency, just like what happened in Fukushima, but they say everything's under control, so... I believe him. What do you have for us today, Des? Well, in another disaster, the wildfire burning in northeastern Arizona is now the largest in Arizona state history and now ranks among the largest ever in U.S. history. Arizona fire officials say the Wallow Fire is now 29% contained. The assistant chief fire safety official in northern Arizona says that fire crews are slowing the spread into New Mexico. The Wallow Fire has now burned nearly half a million acres. That's about 760 square miles, larger than the area of the metropolitan Phoenix region. And if it seems like the U.S. is seeing more and larger fires than in the past, you're not wrong. The head of the National Forest Service, Tom Tidwell, testified before the Senate Committee on Energy and Natural Resources earlier this week to request more funding to replace aging aircraft equipment used to fight fires. Tidwell says that Forest Service data indicates the marked increase in large fires over the last few decades is heavily influenced by climate change. In many parts of the West, especially, we've seen our fire seasons increase more than 30 days from what we saw in the past. And um, our science, our scientists, you know, believe this is um, contributed to the change in climate. That Forest Service data is backed up by a new study from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. In a new report on temperature trends this week, NOAA says the data shows a distinct warming trend in average highs and lows over the last century. Average low temperatures in January in the U.S. have increased by 2 to 4 degrees, which NOAA scientists say is causing a long-term decline in mountain snowpacks and the devastating pine beetle infestation that has decimated western forests in just the last few years, 
with millions of dead trees, leading to an increase in forest fires. Is nuclear power on the decline worldwide? It sure looks like it. In Japan, now nearly three-quarters of Japanese voters say they want to see a gradual phase-out of nuclear power, according to a new poll. And in the European Union, voters in Italy this week voted to phase out that country's nuclear power plants as well, winning by a surprising margin in a nationwide referendum on the issue. Well, Japan, Italy, Germany, where they said they're going to phase out all nukes by 2022, Those, of course, are democracies, unlike here in the U.S. Speaking of U.S. democracy... Or lack thereof... On Capitol Hill, ethanol subsidies are safe. For now. On Tuesday, the Senate rejected an amendment to a bill from Senator Tom Coburn, Republican of Oklahoma, that would have almost immediately ended a tax break given to corn ethanol producers. The failure to end the $6 billion in annual federal tax credits received every year by the politically powerful corn ethanol industry shows the continued clout of farm states in the Senate. More votes to eliminate the tax subsidy are planned in the coming weeks, but this latest vote has exposed a rift in Republican support. And kudos to Republican Senator Tom Coburn for taking on the powerful corn lobby. Yes, you heard me right. Kudos to Republican Senator Tom Coburn. Let's see if he keeps it up. For more on that story and the others we did not get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report Neither the corn industry, oil industry, or nuclear industry will help sponsor us for some reason. So hopefully you will help keep us on your public airwaves. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report.